With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Guys, mm. I'm here with the human highlight, Justin Gaethje. How you feeling, man? Good? Feel great, yep. Under the spotlight, my favorite place to be. <sighs> no place you'd rather be to fight. No, absolutely not. I remember we were at the golf course, and we were talking about you versus Dustin Poirier. It was offered. It was offered in June. You're like, I need some time after beating Rafael Fazeev. Mm-hmm. It comes to fruition. How excited are you about this matchup in particular, especially trying to get this one back? Yeah, unlike uh, most sports, you know, you do not usually get a chance at redemption in this sport. You know, uh, you lose, you got to move on, and it's just the name of the game. But, you know, to have this chance is, uh, you know, as a competitor, it's everything I wanted. So in that first fight, right, Southpaw conventional, the jab, which is one of your best weapons. That you use that very effectively against Fazeev. Yep. And that almost becomes less effective against the Southpaw. What have you kind of done to make sure that you can get to him now with the backhand? Because that's what he got you with. You started to use the kick kind of as the jab, and he countered off that kick that one time that ended up finishing. Yeah, I think uh, it's about creating angles. You know, we're less than inches, less than seconds is what we're dealing with in there. So I got to create different angles and then make him make mistakes. You know, keep him on his back foot and really commit to shots when he's uh, moving backwards. How much do you think about the first fight? I mean, you guys are so different. Yeah, I don't think about the first fight at all. You know, I was a completely different athlete, different person. You know, with age comes wisdom. I've had a lot of experience since that day, same as him. Um, So I got to go in there and and fight my fight. You know, uh, I've had the most success when I've been in control. So I got to stay in control of myself and then uh, be perfect. Can that patient, Justin Gaethje, the almost too patient in the first round of Fazeev, be that in front of a Dustin Poirier who's going to be coming at you the whole time? 
Yeah, I mean, I got every time he steps into my uh, in my range, I got I got to give him something to make him rethink that. You know, same as I did against Tony Ferguson. He tried to move forward the whole time, and every time he got in the firing zone, I put hands on him. So that has to be that has to be the case. How important is it, right, to let go of that pass? Because reality is, even though you say you're different, you guys still fought, right? Yeah. You can't erase the memory of the actual fight. So why is it important for you to not watch the first fight, to not pay attention to it? Yeah, because it doesn't matter. You know, uh, it's 25 minutes in time, and uh, we live for a long time, and this is only 25 minutes. So I got to concentrate on that, be perfect. Yeah, the last fight doesn't matter. Does perfect exist, though? Like, perfect. Does perfect exist? Because you said that now multiple times. I got to be perfect. Yeah. Does perfect exist, or is chasing perfection... Difficult because if you fall a little bit short, you know, you have the memory of what happened last time. Yeah, I think perfect is different for everybody. My perfect is, um, you know, not making mistakes. And I can't make mistakes against a guy like Dustin Poirier. I can't uh, find myself against the fence. Can't be uh, in too long of exchanges. You know, I got to make sure he's going to punch after I'm done punching. So I got to make sure I'm not in the, not there to, to be it. What do you think is his greatest skill, like his greatest strength? When you when you are looking at Dustin Poirier, when Trevor's watching Dustin Poirier, what is the thing that you focus on? Like, what is his greatest asset inside the octagon? Uh, I think it's his tenacity. You know, the guy, especially when he has you hurt, he is he is relentless. And you gotta, you know, for one, you gotta not put yourself in that position. But when you do, you gotta be making the right choices. The BMF title, right? The BMF title is viewed by so many people in so many different ways. One, Islam Mahachev said that the title's for bumps. Other people say the title's elevated now because you have two championship-level fighters fighting for it. When in before it was Diaz versus Masvidal, guys who didn't have the records of you and Dustin yeah. Poirier. What's the BMF title in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about anybody who says anything is they'll never get a chance to fight for it. Only two people in the history of this sport have fought for it. Um, and, you know, to get this call is perfect. It's going to look great on my wall. It's going to be great for my legacy. And legacy is one of the most important things about what we do. We want to be remembered when we're done. And this does that. Do you agree with that thought, though? Right? You have Masvidal, who has, I don't know, 12, 13 losses. Diaz has about 11 losses. You and Poirier might not have that combined. Yeah. Do you think that this type of fight, two guys that are not only exciting, but two guys that are actually... You guys have fought for the belt five times now? You fought for it twice or three times, and he fought for it three times? Three times, yep. So you guys... Uh, have, one was an interim, but... But still, it doesn't matter, right? Counts it's on paper. It's a championship belt. Counts on paper. It's hanging on my wall. It's a moment, right? The moment that they put the belt around your waist. Yep. Do you think that elevates that championship, though? Like, because now, it's not like a fun, gimmicky type of belt. We got two real guys fighting for the championship. Yeah, and there's real implications on this fight. You know, the winner of this fight will fight the winner of Oliver and Makachev. They fight in October. And this is number two versus number three. And that's ultimately what we're trying to catapult ourselves to, is that championship fight. Did you ever think that, before this Oliveira fight got announced, I know you intend to win, did you think that you'd be clear to fight again in October? I think mm -hmm. there's no chance that you two fight this weekend, and you're healthy enough to walk yeah. in a month to start prepping again I for another think, fight. I uh, think for self-preservation reasons, there's no way. Um, you have to take time in between these fights to mentally, um, this is a traumatic life experience every time we step in there and you got to really go home and take care of yourself after that. So I, 
I didn't expect that to be the case. I'm going to take care of you on the golf course. You've, you've never beat me. <laughs> I've beaten you multiple times. Never. I literally have so much of your money in its own separate account. You owe me money. I don't owe you money. The first time you ever beat me on the golf course was in Florida. You know that was the first time you've ever won a game against me? That's not true. That is Because I have to give you so many mulligans and strokes. <laughs> well, your arrogance got the best of you. Because you, you were like, I'll give you two strokes too a whole. Too many mulligans. He, he likes to take. He wants to you give me You take the money on the mulligans. No, you I take don't. the money on the mulligan. You say it's coming, but I've never got paid for the mulligan. <laughs> I'll pay you on the mulligan, man. <laughs> if you agree to the mulligan. I don't agree. You always say okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I don't. Never. I've never. <laughs> you said always okay. go, okay, sure, I'll no, take the mulligan. No mulligans. You're you already a... get 20 strokes. You definitely don't get mulligans. <laughs> You're such this a guy. Are you getting liar. better? Dude, I'm so good now. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously. Like, you saw Are Steph you Curry. Track Did you see Steph Curry at that tournament? Yeah. That, that kind of would be like me. Yeah, I don't believe that. That's how good I've gotten. We all shit. know that is absolutely false. You think I'm a liar? I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a liar, bro. How many strokes do you want? He wants 30 strokes. Give me 20. He took 36 strokes the first time in a match play. <laughs> Impossible. Give me give me your prediction for this weekend. Like, how do you see this thing playing out? Because the reality is the first fight, you found a lot of success with the inside leg kicks. Yeah, His legs were done. The reality is this is a 50-50 fight. And, you know, I've bought in and for my whole life, I say it's, it's so much preparation and a little bit of luck and skill or luck and chance. Um, you know, I've, I'm willing to roll those dice and go in there and try to be perfect. Why do you, why do you, why do you respect him so much? Because it seems like even when I had you guys on ESPN and I'm trying to get y'all to argue, y'all over here kumbaya, shaking hands, hugging each other. Like, it was yeah, crazy. I'm a realist and I respect the game more than anything. And this game is unforgivable. You think it's because you guys know me so you knew what I was trying to do? Oh, we definitely know you. We definitely know what you're trying to do. There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason for me to try to make up some bullshit when we are two of the best in the world at this weight class, two of the most violent dudes in this weight class, and we're going to fight each other. This one doesn't on need to be sold. I don't, all you got to do is watch our fights, watch our last fight, and understand what we do. When did you get to Utah? Are you worried about the altitude? Uh, I, I, well, I, you live, live, in Colorado. I live in altitude, and I yeah. live at altitude. But, yeah, tired. It's tired. And was it, was it awful? Suck. Was it awful when you first got here, kind of adjusting to a little bit higher? No, or is it higher in Denver, or higher. is it the same? We're about 1,000 feet lower here. Thousand, oh, so you're good. So it's not even... No difference. Because normally it's like a bear jump. Like something jumps on your back when you get at altitude. Yeah, there's no difference. It would literally... Like if you didn't live at altitude and you got here, it would be like me pulling your head down in a wrestling match. It would be like you taking me down and laying on top of me. Oh, God. Could you imagine that? Yeah, a lot less oxygen. Would that be, a, would that be like a nightmare? Because I'm really sweaty. <laughs> that too. is a nightmare. <laughs> I'm like that really a, sweaty. That, that is Close a, your eyes and think about that. No, like me laying no, on top of you. No. You don't want to do it. No. You don't want to do it. No. No, you're so crazy. <laughs> Bro, thank you for checking in with me as always, man. You are the man. When are we golfing? Uh, ASAP. God, I need it so bad. I'm, I'm playing a great course this weekend. I'm playing tomorrow and the next day. Where are you playing? A place called Glen Wild. It's a real nice course. And I don't know. Where's the other place you chose? Eaglewood. Eaglewood. Yeah, we got I've played Red Ledges. I've played Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley? Yeah. Hidden Valley Country Club. Nice? Yeah. Real nice. Both of those are nice. Let's go. Real nice. Guys, UFC 291 is this weekend live from Salt Lake City. The human highlight, Justin Gaethje. He's got seven post-fight bonuses. In 11. 11. Fight. Dude, there's no lie. 11. You don't lie. Don't lie. 
double bonus twice. <laughs> He's got 11 post-fight bonuses and 10 UFC appearances, right? 11 fights, 11 bonuses. 11 fights, 11 bonuses. I mean, he is your favorite fighter's favorite fighter. I'm DC's favorite fighter. Guys, this weekend, Justin Gaethje takes on Dustin Poirier for the BMF Championship. Make sure you hit the buy button. Tap into one of the best fights of the entire year. One of the best fight cards of the entire year. Like, subscribe, tell your friend to tell a friend that DC's got a channel. And I'm checking in with dudes like Justin Gaethje. Till next time, guys. Peace. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.